I'd like to do a little satsang with you guys, whether you are new to awakening, but especially for those who have already found it within themselves to wake up and have realized that this is an important aspect of their evolution and their being as a person on this earth. So I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the deep inner peace and the awakening that's already inside of us. On the spiritual path in life, especially if you've dedicated your entire life to it, whether you're a Buddhist, a Hindu, whether you're completely secular or you don't identify with anything, there is a seed inside you that says, wake up, find the truth, look, seek, search, Find peace. Find that peace. Find that stillness. This, on the spiritual path, from my own experience, comes and goes very frequently. You will have times of great stability and peace, like nothing bothers you. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And other times, you get caught up again in the wheel of samsara. It's like a ride, uh, like a Ferris wheel. It takes you up and then takes you back down and takes you up. And this is exactly the wheel of samsara. But there's nothing wrong with this. Nothing is wrong. We call this the dark night of the soul. It's when you have an awakening experience or begin to find the truth. And you have this knowledge, this gnosis, this inner knowing. And then samsaric mind comes back, full force. It pummels you with emotions, thoughts, clinging onto your past. Maybe some trauma comes up, memories. You're worried and anxious about the future. Things like this, very, very human conditions. It pulls you back down. Now there are forces on this earth and probably throughout the entire universe or multiple universes, whatever they want to say, that want to keep us in this state of perpetual motion. By motion, I mean clinging to the things of life, the stuff of life the memories, the projections, whatever you think makes you you and however you relate that to suffering. So when we cling to these facets of suffering, we are back in samsara. And I would suppose that most of us are in samsara because we attach mostly to fear and capitalism, weirdly enough, or communism, depending on where you are in the world, uh, there are forces that make us think a specific way. And these notions come back time and time again. So for example, say you want to go on a retreat and go deeply into your practice and have an awakening. And on the retreat, as you're sitting there, listening to the speaker, or walking around, 
or as you're meditating, some thoughts creep into your mind. Hmm, how am I going to get back to business? How am I going to reconcile that cash flow mistake that I made? Or what about my taxes? I wonder what my wife thinks about this. I wonder what the person next to me is thinking about this. Oh, I'm so sad because I had this traumatic experience when I was five and it made me who I am today. And I have to keep working hard and work until I die because that's what real Americans do. Or I hope the government or the tax man doesn't catch me. Blah, 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 blah. And these are very subtle energies. They don't come in the form of words exactly. It's not like I'm speaking with you now and it's very coherent and structured. It's very, very subtle. And these are related to the force in the universe that keeps us perpetuating our attachments, fears, and whatnot. So to get beyond that, we have to constantly reconnect with the seat of peace within us. I've heard this described as peace or stillness or silence or truth or God or reality. But all of these actually mean the same thing and they are experiential. They are like deep within your human body and experience and it's indescribable. It's not actually a word. These words all have connotations depending on your culture and your context and how you relate to words. Maybe you're a poet, maybe you're a writer. Maybe you don't think peace and stillness are the same thing or God and reality are the same thing. So we all have connotations with words. That's why I'm saying this is not about words. It's about connecting to your seat of peace, your seat of God. You can take a moment right now to find out what energies are within you. Maybe you have a subtle energy that is pulling you towards perpetuating an activity that you know is not going to help you on the spiritual path. It can be something simple like sitting too much and not creating movement to have a nice energy flow and a healthy body. Or it can be something huge like you are constantly thinking of a mistake you made five years ago or pouring over a person who hurt you and you can't let it go. These are very subtle energies. So once you find these energies, you can laugh at them. They are absolutely nothing. They are nothing. Because you always have this peace, no matter what objects you see around you. No matter what is going on within your family, inside, outside. 
has there not been some stability within you this entire lifetime? If you can find that inner stability, the one who is only aware of your life. So right now, think about your age and your location physically. And you can take your mind back to when you were a child, when you were a teenager. And notice that throughout this entire time, no matter what you've been through, you had an awareness of your simple existence. The fact that you are aware. You're alive. You're conscious. This consciousness is what we want to connect to because it has no story and it has no attachments actually all of the stories and all of the beliefs and the political systems the financial systems the family systems the social norms the social taboos which are a big one the shame the guilt the sadness the complacency, the despair, the unhappiness or unrest, these are all layered on top of your simple existence or the awareness you have contained throughout your entire life. And you can find that, you can reconnect with that again. Because no matter what happens, what thoughts, ideas you have, no matter who is bothering you or what is bothering you, whether it be your child or a neighbor or a bird, it's going to pass and another one will come up. And this is how we've been living our entire lives. So if something's bothering you, You can acknowledge it. It's there. It's not fake. It's not like it's not happening. Don't ignore it. But don't suppress it either. Don't try to put it in a box and say, this didn't happen. Breathe. And say, this did happen. You can take full responsibility for the fact that you have a memory or you have a situation of things maybe going a little bit weird around or you have opinions but don't take them so completely seriously once you stop taking them so seriously even though you acknowledge them then things start to change maybe your habits start to change because you realize I don't need to sit here and think about this my entire life. I might do something else. Or what I've been doing is not actually in service to other beings. It's not in service to myself. So I'm going to change. And this is the process of change. It's funny because in the past three days... 
I have run 30 kilometers. <sighs> I'm tired. And my foot hurts a little bit because of that. And I just had sort of a business problem with my colleague that was bothering me all yesterday. Because if he's unhappy, then I'm unhappy because he's unhappy. It's kind of how it works. <laughs> and I don't want him to be unhappy. But today I reconnected with my seat of inner wisdom. And it means nothing. It happened. It's going to happen again. And it's all a big cosmic joke, really. So if you can do that, I think you're well on the way to coming out of samsara, coming out of the dark night of the soul and into the lightness of being, into the good attitude, the positivity, and not taking this thing so seriously like it can actually hurt you because you've endured a lot. We talked about that in my last episode on sports and endurance. You've endured your whole life. You can do it today. You can do it tomorrow. You will. And we will all wake up from this unreality, from our own projections. And the more inner peace we have within each, like I want you to have and your neighbor to have and his neighbor and his neighbor, and his enemy and his enemy, the more we are like this, the better to each other we can be, the better to our planet, and the more power we take back for ourselves and our own true happiness. Namaste. Om.